coaches meeting uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo today as of the release date. Um, huge show. Uh, we're, I think, formally extending a co-host offer to one member um, uh, who you've probationary. heard. Probationary. Probationary. Probationary upon fan approval. Uh, and a $500 anyways. capital contribution. Uh, that's 500 more than us or, or five dollar i don't two fifty uh, a nickel equity stock <laughs> uh we're gonna do our regular what's new jim's two minutes obviously you know we're gonna have to share what we're drinking talk about the last dance recap thought it was great i'll sleep get some parenting corner <laughs> closing thoughts anything for the uh state of the union so let's get it going for this episode Worldwide to infinity, <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 Water it down a little bit. Yeah, a lot of the ice melted. Kevin, you boozing? Yeah, I have uh, another glass of red wine. I need to mix it up, though. I, I feel like now that it's the third week that I'm on, I, and it's three weeks straight of red wine, I should mix it up a little bit. Yeah, my mother puts an ice cube in it. Why? That's what we ask her. She likes to put a red wine in the refrigerator and then put an ice cube in it. Wow. Well, you know, it, Are Dad, you you're supposed to do that. No. Oh boy. Well, look, Robbie Schaefer here, along with Jim Schaefer, Dad, Kevin Crafting, all coaches here. For those who are new to the program, I guess um, our producer Kelsey Schaefer is uh, has instructed me in the past that we should probably reintroduce the show every time for a little bit, and as our numbers grow, which. From our first Spotify episode, where you can find us, Spotify Coaches Meeting, available everywhere. You don't need a subscription to get it. We went, uh, we had just shy of 40 listeners last week, which 40,000. We're yeah, you got to apply the thousand factor on all of them. But there's <laughs> people that listen in groups. We have relatives that listen together on their back porch. Loyal listeners, they said big fans we, of Kevin. We we should charge bars. <laughs> But Any, so, anybody in a bar listening to us should be charged. At this rate, with compounding growth in 10 episodes, we'll probably push in six figures, uh, you know, a million listeners on a regular basis. Uh, I just want to get past the Corona case number. Dad, this is your... So are we talking Corona case for U.S. or Ohio? Or Toledo? Hashtag the universe. The uni- I think there's people universe. sick on Mars. Boy, I think local, state, and federal government are really working well together in this time. Just about done, you jinxed it. Don't you think? Okay. Well, so let's <laughs> dive in. What's what's new with everybody? How are we doing in the last week? Go ahead, Kevin. You can go with that one. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, last night, the wife and I made some vodka pasta, and pasta is like my favorite food. So I made it in like a bulk batch, and now I take up the entire fridge. So that's what's new with me. How much vodka did you use? 
I made it for four times, but the actual recipe because the regular doesn't ever have enough sauce. And Ann and I are big sauce people. I don't know what your stance is on sauce, but I love sauce. Well, if you have enough vodka, you'll be sauced. Now, maybe I was. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I just had orzo tonight. Isn't an orzo, orzo for babies? No, no. It's no. so small. Orzo for old people with diarrhea. Um, well, well, and and the over under for us talking about bowel movements in today's podcast is five minutes. So for those of you who had the unders, you're you're making money at home. Um, anyways, Dad, I appeal to a different geriatric dementia here. No, we, not dementia. The good news is with the wide range, we can have a very diverse advertising segment where yeah, depends. Depends. Medicare Advantage plans. We could have Joe Namath on here. Metamucil. Ooh, my brother-in-law loves Metamucil. That's good with vodka too. See, I just do Costco fiber because I because (laughs) veggies aren't really my big thing. So I just buy the fiber pills, pop like five or six, and I'm Uh, good to go for uh, the day. Yeah. I hope no one is taking any of this and applying it to their daily diet because I, no, I think if you look at us, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. an apple a day will keep the doctor away. When was the last time you had an apple? Um, Sunday. Me or him? Well, yeah. Dad, I mean, I can count on your diet being a meat, starch, no, no. Veg- vegetable that's no, no. covered no, no. in cheese. No. Here's my breakfast today. Cheerios with bananas, strawberries, blueberries, pineapples, an orange on the side, and a yogurt. Wow. Life has changed. Life Was it good. a yogurt? No. Oh, okay. You should probably, those are best frozen. Yeah, oh. but those are really good. And but so that, I, I had a bunch of tomatoes and red peppers tonight with the orzo. It was good. I'm a health nut. I don't have anything left. Except for the fact that you were just talking about your diarrhea. I mean, so Robbie, I mean, one of the reasons Robbie, Robbie wanted to take these shows is so he could show somebody when I still was lucid. But that's questionable. Yeah, no, it's far past that. Really, it's we're hoping that we get some advertising dollars here, Dad, that just, you know, you keep living long. It's we're going to have to keep funding that retirement plan. And our advertisers, Metamucil, will pay hand over fist for someone like you, an advocate of diarrhea. Lee. So segmenting on, um, <laughs> Dad, you and I both got haircuts this week. How was your experience? Mine was really good, don't you think? Yeah, there's uh, there's something up there. No. Well, the good news is. Well, the hair the, was down here when I combed it forward, below my nose. Mom did a nice job, and it was a windy day, and it blew all the way. And I said, "You could keep doing this all the time." She goes, "Oh no, I'm not doing this again." Well, I. Uh, had Kelsey gave me a haircut, needed it bad. It was about to be a <laughs> two-hour two haircut, and then I just grabbed the damn clippers and said, I'll take care of this. It's hard to sh- you know share the blame on how the haircut turned out, but I look like I had some grafting done on my head in like the burn unit. And so you, you have some scars up there. You should keep your hair a little long. I, I remember those. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I still think 
But that's crazy that you allowed her to do that. Like, I am not letting... Who am I going to see? touch my hair. Goose, Goose could cut your hair. My barber is not working. I'm very personal with my hair where I, like, if it's a bad haircut... Let's see it. I am... I mean, it's long. I mean... Oh, that looks nice. I mean, it's just, for me, it's long because I get one every three weeks. Well, I have to do my own eyebrows and the ear hair. Mom was uncomfortable sticking that thing in my ears. Nose hair waxing. Yeah. No, I do that too. Caitlin gave me a device. It's like a rotor rooter thing, a helicopter. You... I yeah. Is it sure you it goes in that one? Your back. What? How about your back? Do you? My that? wife would like my back hair done, so that's why I didn't get my hair cut with my shirt off because she would have ran it all the way down my back. I'm proud of my back hair. I must have some Southern Italy roots. I don't know where, I don't but think, I. I don't well, I didn't have any when I got married, and my wife goes. She said she wouldn't have married me if she knew I was going to have much back here. Sure. I said braided. All right. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. This is – you guys are doing great. Hey, when are we doing what's new this week? That's what we're in. <laughs> oh. Don Chula died. I can't get way. any – that's – we're not at your – I'm going to – hold on. She got a 101 yesterday. With the quadruple bogey on 18 prevented me from breaking 100. Yeah, golf. It's I don't know when you'll stop trying to swing out of your shoes. No, the, oh, nobody wants to know. No, no. My bad hip and my bad back have stopped that. I now just try to bunt it. <laughs> After every shot, you just go, that's a real peach. Hey. Well, Dad, that's just great. I'm glad you're getting out. Staying active. Yeah. My thing, this my big thing outside of the haircut was... We went out and had quite the experience at Home Depot this weekend. Ordered <laughs> ordered outdoor furniture for a little gathering if we ever were to have people over. And ordered four days ahead, only to call on Saturday. And they said, well, uh, it's not ready yet, but you can come in and just go to customer service and we'll give you the sheet. And whatever we haven't filled up, you can go get yourself. Well, all right, so four days after we had originally placed the order for pickup, They've done absolutely zero of the eight orders. So we just got literally a piece of paper to go in there and shop, which first off, getting in there, there's a line out the door. There's literally a lady looking like Job of the Hut sitting there saying, you can go in, you can go in. All right, next. <laughs> and so, so one, half the people there wearing masks, not wearing masks. We'll get back to that later. But oh. you get in the store, you get in this store, all right, we go and have to get all the different crap, and then we finally have it, ready to go leave, which has been a half an hour because we were waiting on somebody for a lift to help us. Anyways, they're like, oh, is this all on your order? Well, you don't, they literally don't even have you, they don't even look at anything and scan. They're just like, oh, you can just take it and go. So literally, go to Home Depot with a piece of paper, and you can rob them blind. Just, they don't check. Just walk out. Why don't you get more stuff? Well, yeah. you know, I assume get they something were... for Kevin, something for me. People wearing masks. All right. We're on the on the change curve. We're moving up. More and more people are wearing it when they're going out. At first, it's uncomfortable. We are getting to the point where it's going to be people that aren't wearing masks are shunned. It's inconsiderate yeah. to not wear them. Kind of, kind of like smokers. Yeah. Um, now, Wait, I'm going to tell no, you something. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Smoking is cool. 
No, it's not. It's bad. Smoking is bad for you. Kevin Vaping loves Vaping is tremendously bad cool. for you if you're a 16-year-old. Um, but I tell you, Debbie, I, here was my highlight of my weekend last week. I drove Debbie. We called ahead with orders. I drove her to Target. All I did is stay in the car with a mask on and uh, sterile surgical gloves. And I watched. And we went to Target. And I bet 70% of the people did not wear masks as they went in. And things are opening oh, up. Sure, yeah. So then we went to Fresh Time. Okay. And Deb says, oh, you'll see a different crowd there. And I went to Fresh Time, and I sat in a parking lot, and I watched people, and I say, boy, about 80% of the people did have masks. So I think, Rob, it's gradual, and it's coming around, but it's different. Nobody wears masks on a golf course, I'll tell you that down here. Although California, when they opened up Coronado a golf course, uh, they require masks in Coronado, supposedly. I think the governor of Ohio's got this situation right. He's waffled about five times on it, but I think he's finally got it right. Look, here's the recommendation. If you if you work in a either an enclosed area or an isolated area, you don't have to wear a mask. If, but if somebody's going to come within six feet of you during your, you need to put a mask on. I saw this a little bit ago. What if in World War II, when the German Blitzkrieg was coming to London and Churchill told them, hey, turn your lights off at night so they can't see us. And people are like, I want to keep my lights on. Think about that. Well, yeah, they there wouldn't be many of them. That would be Darwinism. They would be eliminated from the human race. Are we not here? Are, is that not an issue now of how this could spread? Oh, it won't kill well, me. The, just wear, wear them. And the thing is with just young people in general, let me just see a walking carrier. So over time, when people are going out in those instances, I think it was seen as weird and uncomfortable. But the longer we wait for it to become the norm, the more – impact it could have on a wider scale and what people say oh well you're wrong or right and it's like look it doesn't cost you anything to wear it right and go out all right even if it just does a little bit so i think my prediction in a month from now the whole norm will have changed it'll be 21 days or whatever whatever it is to form a habit more people will be doing it but i'm hoping that it's yep. a steep curve and people start doing it just to slow the spread because i want to get back out so quick thing very off topic, but not really. So going back to a few weeks ago of the stimulus check, uh, I forgot to add that my parents got my dead grandmothers from last year. So she died last January, and they received the stimulus check for her. R.I.P. Maki. But they didn't cash it. They returned it, which I was like, that's stupid. Just cash it. That's that's what you're supposed to do, Kevin. That's called yeah. the law. Why? 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 Yeah. What are you forging a dead person's signature? Uh, no. Let's I'm start poor. with that. No, I'm poor. You're not poor. You're you're, you're part right. of America's two percent. I live in like a four hundred dollar. Well, I mean, apartment. we've been in different decisions where, uh. For instance, let's say you lost some money at the casino one weekend and your bank says, hey, was this fraudulent? <laughs> I don't – it's a hypothetical. Hollywood we're all, Casino. I we're I we're only it. talking in hypotheticals. I thought you only wanted the casino, Rob. No, he's talking <laughs> that, about it, me. It's, a, hy- one it's a hypothetical. Oh, so there a hypothetical was, son so of mine. Hypothetically speaking. It was not me. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, there was one time in Columbus, Ohio, when I went to the Hollywood Casino and lost $200. And then they, then U.S. Bank contacted me on Monday saying, 
hey, is this fraud? And it just so happens it was. How so? Can't confirm or deny. Kevin. I don't know. It was fraud. It was somebody else took my card and oh. they went and spent it. And it was crazy. But thankfully, they were able to refund me the entire amount and everything was fine. Just crazy. Oh. Crazy because this is just a hypothetical. So speaking <laughs> of. Imagine, imagine, imagine if, if it was real life. I think we need, there's business. Oh, you can't figure out how to put these headphones back on. Let's see how long this takes. Hold on. We're going on 10 seconds here. Headphones coming back on. I I like the hair. Another half hour. I haven't figured out. There we go. My dad's? Oh. Yeah. Debbie did a good job. What, Kevin? Your haircut looks good. Your haircut looks great. I know. I know. You know what? She had a lot to work with. She couldn't screw it up. Maybe I need to drive up to the mud. The mud ducks? The mud ducks. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry. So I just wanted to state that my my Maki got a stimulus check. Yeah. We haven't gotten ours yet. You're too rich. No. That was a stem cell transplant year. Okay. That was a stem cell. We 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 this count is, for the full this, month. This podcast is launched for secondary income. <laughs> well, that's in 2020. I, in 2018, I'm not filing 2019's return until I get that check, because 2018 qualifies us. But hey, breaking right. news. ESPN is going to broadcast six games a week, baseball games out of South Korea. Did you see it? Yeah. I was really hoping for North. Well, that you know, that would be interesting. In the South Korean Baseball League, in their uh, all-star competition, as it were, did you know that they have a bunting contest? I think they need to implement that. An hanging bunting or with a bat? <laughs> with a bat. Where oh. they have, like, circles, you try to land it closer to the target. I think it would be... An electric factory. If they showed a bunting contest. Oh my God. Give me, no, I want contrary. Argument. How do you just say the word? I don't know what you're going for. Yeah, I don't know. The end of the world. Oh, apocalypse? No. Armageddon. Armageddon. I stutter and I knew that one. So me and you. Well, no. I understand you. Yep. Most of the and time. I, but trying to I steal your grandmother's you. check, that was a bit. Did funny. you know, wait, <laughs> did you know that Ron Harper had a stutter? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so last dance recap. What'd you guys think? God, the game's over. Chicago Stadium is going wild. First of all, there's no backstabbing going on here. It's time for me to move on. This will be Phil's last year as the coach of the Bulls. What do I think? Yeah. Well, Kevin can jump. I in think too, Michael think. Jordan's all about himself and a very competitive person, but he, you know he's he's an extreme talent. He's an artist, um, but I don't think he gives a shit about anybody else. I per- so going off of that, I think it got to a point where I mean I think everyone loves Michael, but I think a lot of people also see the side of like maybe it wasn't so great to be Michael after all. Like the fact of. Like with him gambling, 
everyone knew that he could afford the gambling debt. It was just they knew that it was something but that they could pin against him. And I didn't love that part. Well, I think you don't look to elite athletes, elite, let's call it businessmen, all these people that are the biggest public figures and whatnot. You can't look to them to make the best personal decisions as role models. Oftentimes. Some, yes. But I think we need to get a paradigm. Well, he, li- he lied about the $57,000 check. We need to get a pair of Nikes on Dr. Fauci. I'm just saying, let's let them, let's let some smart people, good, well-rounded people be spokespersons. If you want role models, let's put some Nikes on some role models. Oh, then I should wear a pair. You'd have the same New Balance, the old, you've, you've rocked yeah. the same New Balance sneaker line. The dad shoes. I can't believe nobody bid on the whole Fauci and Nike thing. Are you guys just, you out? What? No, I understand that. I do appreciate in Last Dance that anybody that Jerry Krause liked, Jordan just made it a point to torch him. Oh, I know. Like I, Tony Cucho? Cucho, whatever the hell his name is. Tony, Tony K. Kukoc. Fun fact, I played against Tony Kukoc's son in fourth grade. Wow. We lost. Best. It was like 94. Wait, you were in fourth and he was three years old? What? Come no, on, Tony, how could he was that? No, his what? son, Tony Kukoc's his son. Son, his son, son, S O N. What Robbie is to you, son. I know, but Tony Kukoc is like, isn't he about fifty years old, Max? What? He's thirteen Dad, years younger. Let's man, not bro. break the numbers down here. Breaking up. Let's let you get on Wikipedia when you need to do that. But I like the other thing is when they were in the uh, NBA championship against. The Suns, and he's like, "Oh, we heard that Kraus like Dan Marley, and so he just wanted to torch well, Marley." Under Dan, just uh, your your brother Pat saw Thunder Dan play in the Mid American Conference Tournament. Oh wow! Him. And you know who Shout else was Pat. there? Was the guy. Shout out oh, State. Uh, yes. Fun fact about Tony Kukoc: his daughter Stella plays college volleyball at Miami of Ohio. Wow. Love and honor, baby. Love and honor. All right. And, and his son, Marin, is 28 years old. Wow. Hmm. Yep. Just look at oh, that. Oh, well, you're young. I forgot you're younger than Ravi. You're a lot younger than Ravi. Ravi's like your grandfather. Yeah. yeah. How many Tito's on the rocks or Kettle One on the rocks did you have before this show? A baker's dozen. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> what? I guess. <laughs> oh my God! Not, I, no, I, I we may will, have um, we may have to impose a like one drink limit before the show. Oh, it was less than that because I was still working on my first one. It like, just is know, a really it's a thirty it off. I a thirty it off. a thirty two ounce pour. Yeah, if you get halfway down through the first big pour and then now, how big a glass is that? <laughs> <laughs> just start off, Dad. Let's go right into your two minutes. You just go ahead. Oh, I thought I exhausted that. <laughs> Dad, here you go. You got two minutes on the clock. Oh, my gosh. Well, done. Done. All right, here's a question of the day for you. Is baseball going to have a – Major League Baseball going to have a season this year? I don't think so. I 
And I, I think it's questionable whether it's a college football. They need a vaccine. And the pros are going to try to play with just TV only if they have to, because it's always about the, the narrows. Oh, boy. I don't know what this is. Dad, you got uh, one minute left. All right. Well, golf continues. I think pro golf is actually going to come off without fans. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, listen to this one. Okay, here's something unique. And if they're not doing around the country, my life. Uncle Terry proposes. Evan Scholars put this out in the Western Golf Association. Wait, to save caddy programs, they're talking about caddies not caddying for players, but caddying a hole. So they're put on a hole. Each caddy has to sanitize their own rake. They keep their own rakes. And and they only play one hole, so they sanitize the pin. They only touch one pin. They they can handle the pins. They can handle that. The yardage for caddying, finding golf balls, giving the yardages out. It's not great. They're trying to work through this, but our club's thinking they're going to have a meeting this week uh, talking about doing this because we have one of the best caddy programs in the state. We have more Evan Scholars per capita than anybody. So uh, hopefully that'll work out for the for the caddies now. I don't think you're going to see any baseball this summer in little leagues and things like that. It's going to. Did you want to talk about Don Shula at all? You got my Don seconds. Shula was a phenomenal man. You know, he has not only does he have the Don Shula Sports Complex at John Carroll University named after him. He's a football field and stuff, and 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 and, and uh, actually the basketball ring in, in the center. But he has uh, funded a chair in philosophy. Because he believes his philosophy professors at John Carroll really enabled him to think a different way. And he always valued that. In the philosophy department, has the John has the Don Shula Chair in Philosophy um, at the university. So they got that going for us. And you All have right. a cousin. You have a cousin that just graduated from John Carroll University. All right. That's, that's two minutes. All right. All right. Dad, take a break from talking. Just for a second. Kevin. I love you. Kevin, what did you think? I love you, too. Kevin, what did you think? I I think the hostility may make it better for the audience because they know I'm just stirring in my seat, waiting for Dad to chime in on something. But, Kevin, what did you think about the the quarter-and-dime wall game Jordan played with the security staff? All right, so, one, I'm not going to say so. That was my biggest piece of feedback was I say so a lot. I love the one guy on his security team, just how they open him up to everybody as like kind of the oddball out. You've got to explain like, this a little bit. Oh, you fell asleep during this part. You just uh, got to stay awake. So there was a gambling game that Michael would play with his security staff in like one of the off rooms of the Chicago or of the United Center, where basically it was you flip a quarter and you try to get it to as close to the wall as possible. And the one like, guy on his security set, and they spent like five minutes long on this in, entire thing. I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, I have two more weekends ahead to go. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I also love that he... One. So What's that? Go ahead. Hot take on the last dance. Everyone is going to say that Monte Carlo practice was like the best practice ever. I don't think it was that great. The the one practice, but that they had on the dream team 
where it was a Monte Carlo, where it was essentially just an inner squad scrimmage. And now everyone says it's the best practice, blah, 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 and like all this stuff. I don't think it was every clip. And I spent maybe 20 to 30 minutes today watching clips of it because I was like, the clips that they showed weren't that great of it. Is that the one where, where Bird says, or Magic says to Bird, there's a new sheriff in town? Oh yeah, it's it's the it's the Michael dream team practice. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Michael was on one side and Larry and and uh, Magic were on, on the other side. Yeah. And essentially, like all that it was that made it good was that Magic and Michael were talking crap to each other. Yeah, and Magic like, Magic said to him, he's like, they were down eight points or something. He's like, you better turn on that M- MJ special or whatever, or else you guys are gonna lose. Then he did, and then, but Magic was complaining that he was getting all the calls, just like in the NBA, and the Chicago Center was there, and I love the line on the bus where they said, like, oh, everybody's kind of tense after that big practice, and then they just go, I guess we shouldn't piss them off. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Do you think, do you think Isaiah not being on the team was driven by Michael or no? Yes. I think it was preemptive. Yes. No, no. I mean, I think Chuck, Chuck Daly is Isaiah Thomas's coach, knows the disdain for him, and he's like, if they're trying to assemble this team, I think it's already a bargaining chip that he's – maybe he's know, heard through his people. I, I think Michael said, I'm not playing if Isaiah's on his team. Right. And they said, no, we can't do that. Yeah. There they is, had magic they, today on ESPN talking about this. There are some people saying – And what did like, magic say? Magic was trying to be the diplomat, and he said, look, Isaiah Isaiah and Stockton were both very good players. Stockton was a great teammate and fit well and played well. Where was it, Barcelona? And um, he said, but Isaiah should have been on the team. Isaiah was a dominant player. He says, let's put it this way. At crunch time, they did not go to Stockton on the Jazz, but at crunch time, the Pistons went to Isaiah. Stockton was a better outside jump shooter, is what Magic said. Um, he had more assists. He was fundamentally probably more sound. But Isaiah yeah, no one, ignited a team. No one, da- no one doubts that he got blackballed. No, but, no, no. But this, I'm just telling you what Magic said on the show today. He I was, love that Jordan, I mean, on this thing that he knows is going to ultimately get released, is like, look, I respect Isaiah's game. And he just is like, but I hate that guy. I know. <laughs> like, I love the feuds. Love and the feuds. I think they're awesome. I like. I I I saw Isaiah at the Detroit Auto Show. He's he's no taller than me. They said he was six foot, but I swear to God, I'm looking at my guy. Well, so it's five six. No, no, no. Hey, <laughs> hey, Junior. But the I, other, I, I had a 38 inch vertical leap. leap. I'll take oh, you come on! No but, way. Oh yeah, I guarded forwards in college. It, it was kind of easy because they didn't think I could jump. But the uh, the other thing that doesn't help Isaiah Thomas is his post NBA playing career. It's not like he built any bridges at the places he went to, or right, sexual exactly. harassment charges. Let yeah. me ask you this: because yeah, t- here's here's a point for here's a point for a future show, Rob. Let's talk about the biggest jerks in sports. And let's start with Ty Cobb, and let's talk about Pete Rose, and Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, 
Who who are some Aaron of the biggest? Hernandez. Well, don't well don't well, let he's don't, a murderer. Don't let the cat yeah, out of the bag well, too much. A murderer is well, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. We should make a list. Yeah, write it I down. Think, write it I down. think elite elite athletes have different egos, and they and the really good ones shut everything out, and all they think about is performance. Yeah. Well, and, and that's pro sports and coaching pro sports is managing personalities. Oh, Steve Kerr today he was talking to somebody about on a podcast had said he preaches it to the golden state warriors dennis rodman who you who is an off-the-wall character said i'll play basketball for free but we get paid for to deal with the bullshit <laughs> and that's what he instills with his golden state warriors He's like this is to coach and play hey this is we do it for free i'm going back to my a-hole list you can put politicians on there too can we make like a nice guy list well so i would head that list kevin i'm sure but huh I would head no, that list. Just so that we can connect every group of people. Because yeah, I think we, when people want to hear about the jerks, they want to hear about the nice guys, too. Well, you know what? You know who I think is probably on that list that, that we don't hear a lot? Mike Trout. You know, you don't hear anything bad about Mike Trout. And yet that team, the best player of his generation is stuck on a crappy team. And he doesn't complain or whine or anything. or bad-mouthed man. <laughs> For a month, and Mike Trout gets gets accused of murder. Yeah, you're putting the hex on him. <laughs> um, All right, Dad, we're we're gonna move forward here to parenting corner. The last oh. thing. Hold on, hold on. Hold Go, on. Kevin. One last thing on last dance, and then I'm done. No one ever talks about how Shaq or no, how Christian Leitner was picked over Shaq. Well, he had to be. Because that was mandatory. Because they were switching from the collegians to the pros, they said, we have to have one amateur on the team. And that's how he was named. He didn't play hardly at all. Right, but couldn't Shaq have played too? No. Shaq was already in the pros. He was already in the pros. Sure he was. 91 draft. So they needed at least one. Oh, man. The fact checked on that big time. Oh, yeah. People go, how did Lightner get on that team? Isaiah's not on the team. Shaq's not on the team. I forget who else. Yeah. Um, any number of people. Yeah. All right. So we're going to the parenting corner. Bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle, In the parenting corner this last week, it's been a big week for bicycle rides. Uh, our next-door neighbors went with no training wheels at age six. They were having a ball going around the neighborhood. And on a conference call with a coworker last week, someone was saying, oh, well, my son's just doing it now, and he's an athlete. He's been playing in some other stuff. Um, his mom always talks about how athletic he is, but he's just now riding his bike at age nine. And she tried to church it up like oh, oh well he's just not that interested long story short what at what age do you set as a goal for a kid to ride a bike and at what age is like because you know it's a i don't see being able to ride a bike going anywhere and if you that's a milestone for a kid and if you're won't i was trying to keep it together when my coworker was saying oh nine nine years old and riding the bike and I was like, <laughs> get out of here no, no, I, 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 I try to get you kids up on a bike before you got to kindergarten, right about there, about age five. And each kid's different. 
Training training wheels. I never had training wheels. My dad just pushed me. You, you fall down three times and you learn not to fall. But I remember I took a bike ride. I was probably five years old, maybe six. And we lived on Bowen. So for those of you in Toledo, you understand. I went up to Bowen with the government to get Savannah Avenue to Secor, up to Lasky, Lasky over to Douglas, Douglas down over to Savannah and back home. My mom was, where were you? I said, I was riding my bike. Where'd you go? Well, we went now. There was a, it wasn't even a group of us, so I did it on my own. Um, but I I think six is a little late. You know, bikes are smaller now. You know, the kids used to get a twenty-inch wheels, and now you can get even smaller, like sixteen, eighteen-inch wheels. And they're it's not that far to the ground, for God's sake. Nah. So when do you think you rode a bike? I don't think I rode a bike till like six, five or six. I don't know, which I feel like is fine. I, of course, because I did it. I got to think it's fine. But I think you left your tricycle behind my car, and I rode over it in a garage. And so then you had to ride a bike. Kevin, how old were you when you first started riding a bike? I have no idea. I I would have to imagine pretty late. <laughs> Why is that? Not... You're a big guy. Exactly. I would break it. Um... You ever seen a thumb on two wheels? <laughs> there goes what? Kevin. But Kevin looks like a me. Kevin looks like a thumb. Yeah, that's the he that's does? the joke. Have you ever seen Spy Kids? What? Have you ever seen Spy Kids? Sp- Spartacus. Spartacus? No. No Spy Kids. And Kurt Douglas? Nope. Tony Kudo. No. Okay. All right. Tony Kukoch? Your your homework for the week is to watch Spy Kids, and then tell me if I look like the thumb thumbs in that. Or I don't have time for that. Just, you I'll have trust plenty you. of time. You went and played. Well, no, I don't. I I'm on. You know, I got a limited menu here right now. Yeah. So all right, all right. Closing thoughts. Bring it home. Oh what do you got? I say put the kid without diapers on a bike and see if he pisses on the seat. And if he doesn't, he can ride the bike. <laughs> is that a two two birds, one stone approach there? What is that? Well, yeah. It, it's for males, you got to get the cojones straight. So they well, along quick. the lines of transportation and cojones. <laughs> it's I, crazy because that was going to be my closing thought. <laughs> I, in the line... <laughs> In the last two months in this quarantine at home, I mean, going on walks and jogging and whatnot, I don't have a bike, but on more than one occasion, it's crossed crossed my mind to look into rollerblades. Never thought those words would come out of my mouth. Remember, you took the the wheels off my rollerblades. Yeah, I like to take it apart, put it back together, but... No, but you didn't put it back together. You don't see people rollerblading. Well, that was a Jane Fonda thing. Like, duh. I think it could make a comeback. Well, you're in a pretty hilly terrain in Cincinnati. So you get going downhill in Cincinnati, you're in deep shit. Toledo's so flat, you can rollerblade all over the place. I don't know. I don't don't think it's going to happen, but God, I just... You got brakes on the hill. You know, you put your toes up to brake on the hill on rollerblades. Oh, today I was going for a jog at lunch, and... uh, this guy zips past me, and his lunch activity was going by on a uh, what, like a hoverboard. He was literally just going around in a loop, and I was like, 
I was running it and he it was only going a little bit faster than me, so I was behind him for a little bit. It's like you got you put your feet on there and you just lean forward and I was like I I was like just mystified, stupefied. Well, it sounds like a good Father's Day present. Yeah. You're in the mode of at your Ooh. point in your life, if you don't lose if you don't use it, you're gonna lose it. And that's your ability to walk. And I Oh, I've lost a lot of it. I ain't pushing your ass around a golf course. Wait, good question. Are you getting Kelsey a Mother's Day gift? And if you don't, are you an asshole? It is a hot topic. She, of course, would say, no, I don't want anything. <laughs> but then come Sunday, and she's like, oh, it's Mother's Day. You begin, well, you begin, Kevin, are you asking me that question? I'm asking everybody. When the wife is pregnant, and then when the wife is pregnant, and, Father Day, and Father's Day comes, are you guys expecting gifts or not? No, we're we're doing a. I actually referenced it tonight because I saw a Mother's Day sale on these. It's a pre Mother's Day gift that we thought of 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 a cooler to transport breast milk. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, my, I got a client that makes breast pumps. That would be a perfect mm-hmm. gift. Well, we aren't. You know, we Can just you got send the me one their contact. <laughs> Kevin wants to be a male beta tester. Yeah. Okay, Just then. Try it out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anywho. So we'll work on that for next week. Everybody have a happy Mother's Day. HMD. Wait, we could do this for... What are we doing in the next hour? We're, 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 we, I think we lose the audience in the, uh, you know, over over the 45-minute range. We try to keep it concise. All right, so what are we talking about next week? A lot to think about. How is Wait, there isn't there a... Uh, um, NASCAR race gonna run? Maybe next week. I'm gonna wrap it up. We yeah. can keep talking, everybody. The thing of it is, we had a good time. Thank you, <laughs> Dad. Your uh, while you shared your screen, somehow your clients' names are showing on the Skype call. What? I didn't want to tell you during the call.